Welcome to this week's end of day's update coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona. We had such a great time last weekend in Pittsburgh. Uh, such hungry people. We did gifts of the Spirit all day Saturday, then end time Sunday morning. If you're anywhere near Dodge City, Kansas, we'll be at Abundant Life Family Church this Sunday morning and then Monday night celebrating 40 years of the church. We'll have a great celebration. We'll get into end times as well there as for sure. So we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war because the rapture is signless. The second coming has tons of signs. So if we can see what's going to happen just after the rapture, it would really be an alarm to us to show us how close we are. Because we know the Ezekiel 38 war happens just after that. So you know the big event has been the last uh, bit is, is Russia and the Ukraine. Absolutely absurd how, how horrific the events are that are there. It looks like there's more armament being brought into the Ukraine than ever before. So then you hear Russia touting what they're going to do. I was kind of freaked out this last week with... Russia coming out saying not just their hypersonic missile, but their nuclear hypersonic missile that carries ICBMs, they'll have it ready to be, listen to this, targeted at, at England by August. So not only does he say he's getting it ready, he's naming a nation that he's going to target towards. So absolutely crazy. But this is all a part of what it would be like just before the tribulation. Jesus said in Matthew 24, it would be like birth pains or, or, or women going into labor. The, the labor would be so severe you can't ignore it. So that's what's happening right now. But when a woman goes into labor and has contractions, she doesn't focus on the contractions. She focuses on what's coming, and that is the baby. The kingdom of God is about to come. We're, we're watching the very setup uh, for Jesus to be able to reveal himself to his brethren uh, right at the very end, just like Joseph did to his brethren. So everything that's happening is a setup for that. So you had some things happening with Israel this last week. Of course, the Temple Mount has been the big deal. Such a, a massive eruption of, of rioting. Now they're bringing some, they had, there were some Jewish people that were able to get up on the Temple Mount. Now uh, the Muslims are able to get up there and they're keeping the Jews off. So there's a, there's a, they say it's going to be the status quo. But Jordan is pushing for more than that. So that's what literally, literally Battle of Armageddon is going to be about, that piece of real estate. So in the midst of that happening, you had Israel a couple uh, nights ago fire missiles into Syria again, right outside of Damascus. This is the third time in a couple of weeks. The, the news doesn't cover it at all, but there's massive amounts of munitions being hauled from Iran down into Syria to be parked on Israel's border. You can see the lights of Damascus from Israel. If you're up on the Golan Heights, you can see them right there. And Iran is parking all this equipment right there just north of Israel, and Israel's having to preemptively strike that. So I'm totally intrigued that other nations don't talk about that, don't say a word about that. Uh, that's provocative to have missiles being brought down to the border of a nation when you've publicly said, we want to annihilate you. So you put two and two together, Israel's having to do everything it can to protect itself. So that keeps happening on seemingly a weekly basis. But really probably what I look for in Israel is not just the, the fighting that's happening around the Temple Mount, but it's this, this gathering of nations. So with that, you had missiles fired from Lebanon this last week. This hasn't happened in a while. Israel retaliated and fired with uh, Israeli fighter planes, went in and blew up several locations where those missiles were being fired. We're so away from this that it makes no sense to us because uh, we're not being bombed all the time. We're not having missiles fired at us all the time, but Israelis are having to go to uh, air shelters all the time. So it's a, a piece of lifestyle for them to get ready for the coming of the Lord because it's so dangerous. So, man, there's so much going on about not just climate change, but you have... 
You have Italy being the first nation ever that's brought about kind of a social program to where you get points uh, for liking climate change and going along with the flow. It's kind of a weird system kicking in because we know that the Antichrist comes from Revive Rome. So I was intrigued to see that Italy was the one that initiate this. It's a weird kind of brownie point system about this. And then, of course, Macron got elected again from France. You, you have Twitter doing bizarre things. You've got, <laughs> you've got, this one kind of freaked me out. You got Amazon literally building like a Tower of Babel type structure right outside of Virginia. I always thought, I joke about Amazon being the Antichrist. Now they're building this, this, this Tower of Babel, uh, system right there in Virginia to be just like it. So there's so many weird things happening like this. If I went through every week all the stuff about transgender, the stuff about London, if you're, if you're a man and you're, and you're under 60 years old, they have to ask you if you're pregnant. I mean, it's just bizarre stuff happening around the globe with all that. You had the University of Pittsburgh that is filing suit against one of the schools there because the Satanists can't have a Satanist priest gathering right after school. They were trying to do it on campus. So thank God that was stopped. The thing that's intrigued me too is China is developing an asteroid, what you would call blocking system, kind of like America's been doing for a while. So I was intrigued that it seemingly took a while, but when China's doing that, America's doing that, there's such a focus on asteroids that could be hitting. There's been a focus on solar flares. Uh, we haven't heard a lot about that, but there's, there was an earthquake yesterday in Israel. So you got natural things happening along with nations getting ready for what's getting to happen in Israel. And that is Jesus is just about to come. So every week we have all these things that point to it that are blatant. Why do we get into it? So that we'll have great joy. Uh, we don't, we don't get into this little freaks people out. Signs are to bring us joy because it shows us how close we are to seeing the king. The whole purpose of this is not escape theology. It's a hustle theology. When we see all this stuff transpiring, it's time to hustle and do everything we can, just like a two-minute warning in a football game. So with that, we always go to the Scripture. How can we tell how close we are? Because I hear people say, well, you can't tell when the Lord is coming back. Actually, you can if you can read, because the signs are so blatant, so obvious, and so amazing. Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem won back. Jesus said the generation sees those two events will not pass away till all is fulfilled. But then you got the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You've got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You've got nature, 172 different species of predatory birds showing up. The cleanup crews in Israel right now. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. You, you had fish show up in the Dead Sea. A few weeks ago, you had the Dead Sea turn blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah was. The thing that freaked me out was on the Day of Atonement. I told the Lord, I said, Lord, you're just showing off now. So, so, so many things are happening to get people's attention. With all of those signs, you got, of course, the climate of the earth. Men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. We have all these things going on. You have Rabbi Exakaduri prophesying about two different Benjamins ruling Israel just before the coming of the Lord. You have the Sanhedrin several times this last month getting the oil of anointing ready to anoint the, the Messiah. So uh, all these things are pushing in position for the Temple Mount to ready to have a change, and that will be the third temple being built. So everything's pushing toward that. Along with nature, you've got signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles several years ago. Absolutely amazing. You had four in a row. NASA calls it a tetrad. When's the last time you had four in a row on, on Passover and Tabernacles? 
Last time was 1967 when Jerusalem was won back, 1948 when Israel's made a nation, and 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So amazing things happening with the nation of Israel coinciding with dates uh, with blood red moons, with the heavens. And then after that, you had the Bethlehem star. When Jesus was born, you had Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus come together. The constellation was Virgo. This last year, you had NBC Nightly News say we have a celestial event, Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus. You got the Bethlehem star. This time, the constellation was Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. This is it. There's many more signals you could get into. It's unbelievable how much stuff you could cover, but this is it. Why don't we, why don't we say it like that? The king is about to come. What do you do? Help your local church, help your local pastor, be engaged. When you're getting ready to get married, you talk more on the phone, not less. We're getting ready to see the king. Think about what it's going to look like all of a sudden when we're raptured, we're caught up. We don't have to be for the tribulation. That's a time of Jacob's trouble. It's for Israel and for Jerusalem, not for the church. You have so much authority, the church has to be taken off the earth, or we would dictate what happens during that seven-year period. So we're so blessed that we're about to hear a trumpet sound. The dead in Christ are going to rise first, and we which remain alive and remain shall be caught up. This mortal must put on immortality. The stain of Adam will be taken off of us. Uh, we'll not gain any more weight, never get tired, and we'll have a body fashioned like unto His. Hallelujah. So soon... And very soon we're about to see him. So make great changes. These are days of change. Just as the world is getting more polluted and radical, may the church get even more radical and on fire for God. Be a voice and a witness just before he comes. This is a season to have Jesus magnified in your eyes, in your heart, in your voice, and in everything about your life. Jesus first and foremost. Man, have a blessed, awesome week. Look forward to coming back next week to see what happens because more things are happening about the coming of the Lord every single week. Have a blessed one. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week. One love to overshadow.